I wish I could say something that was classy and inspirational, but it just wouldn't be our style. Yeah, I'd like to hear it. SportstownChicago.com. Lombard. Part of the P on Air Network and available on the TuneIn app. Hell yeah. Broadcast, Broadcast home for your Windy City Bulls and the Chicago Dogs. We're in a league of our own. Now, here's your SportstownChicago.com scoreboard update. I'm Brandon Janusko with your SportstownChicago.com update powered by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. Sweet 16 is done, setting up the Elite 8, which starts tonight with number 12 Oregon State taking on number 2 Houston, and then number 3 Arkansas playing number 1 Baylor. And it continues tomorrow with games between number 1 Gonzaga and number 6 USC, and then number 1 Michigan plays number 11 UCLA. Blackhawks lose to the Predators 3-2 last night, allowing Nashville to jump the Hawks in the standings. Here's head coach Jeremy Colleton after the loss. I thought... Subi kept us in it there, and uh, you know we showed a little character to come back in the third. But uh, ultimately, you know, we we got to get back to our mentality and our identity and and the things that we did um, earlier in the year that allowed us to have success. And uh, if we do, then we'll be fine. Hawks host the Hurricanes tomorrow night at 6:30. The NFL is expected to announce an expanded 17-game regular season this week. This would be the first added regular season game since 1978. Bulls-Warriors play tonight. Tip-off for that one is at 9. In baseball, Cubs wrap up their spring schedule against the Diamondbacks today at 2.05. White Sox play the Rockies tomorrow at 2.10 to wrap up their spring training. And the U.S. men's soccer team has failed to qualify for the Olympics for the third straight time after losing yesterday 2-1 to Honduras. And in golf, Billy Horschel beat Scotty Scheffler to win the World Golf Championships match play event. And this has been your SportstownChicago.com update brought to you by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. That's right. It is Blow the Whistle, greatest radio sports show around. 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 Without a doubt. Happy Monday to everyone. It is a beautiful day outside, and we have a special guest. I'm going to let David introduce the guest this time because... Hey, Brandon. How's it going, buddy? I'm here, too. I'm Brandon Janoska. I'm here. You heard me on the update. You guys know I'm here. What's your name again, Tyler? Oh, I'm Tyler Beautiful. <laughs> I'm David Deitcher, and with us today is... You know, probably the most intelligent sports kid I know, and I call him a kid, but he's an adult now. It is my oldest son, Dominic, double D, that's right, Dommy D, Dykstra. How's it going, Dominic? Uh, I'm going good. How's it going for you guys? It's going right. great. Yeah, yeah, we're going Thank you for good. coming on our show. We're you glad know, to have Tyler you here. Tyler could remember how to do a show open for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> so much saying for saying happy Monday. Yeah. <laughs> right down right down the old toilet. All right, so we're about four minutes into our show, and this is where we're at. This is where we're at. <laughs> well, boys, this is a two-hour show today. Yeah. Two, hours. Long way to two, go. two hours. Two hours of this. <laughs> two hours. Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on. Put, pull your bootstraps up. <laughs> So, with this first hour, we'll be talking a little about Sweet 16 games that happened over the weekend, and then we'll preview Elite 8 that's coming up, and then obviously we all know, you're killing me, Smalls. Greatest sports segment, along with the greatest sports show. 
ever. I mean, and then we'll talk hand in hand. We'll brief, and then we'll then we'll end it off the first hour with a little bit of the Bulls because now they're a little bit more exciting to talk about. The Bulls. So, you guys ready to get this started? Let's go. All right, let's go. Let's go. Um, I'm gonna hit it off with a quick question, real quick, about the uh, about the games this weekend. From this weekend, which game outcome was the biggest surprise to you? Let us know on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Blow T Whistle One. That is B L O W T W H I S T L E One. But I also want to ask you guys: Was there any games in the Sweet Sixteen that happened that kind of surprised you? Let's put the pressure on the newbie. Let's do it, Dominic. Dominic. What do you got? I was not expecting a twelve <laughs> seed to advance. In my opinion, I especially not uh, Oregon State because I. You know, hadn't heard much of the team coming into the tournament, and then obviously they came out with a big shocker, making it down to the Elite Eight. Uh, one of two teams to ever do so, by the way. Yeah. Very – you got to give them credit where credit's due. They came out and they played their kind of basketball. Uh, I will touch more on this game later. Okay. Please. But um, <laughs> I would have to say my most shocking was Oral Roberts hanging in with Arkansas the way they did. That they should have won. Ah, they should so I'm, I'm with you. I was with. I'm with it. Brandon on that. I mean, after Layola <laughs> points. After Layola lost, I had to root for that other Illinois team. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, no, never mind. They're from Tulsa, yeah, Oklahoma. Yeah, for those that Tulsa, missed it, Tulsa. Oral Roberts is not in Illinois. <laughs> For all you intelligent yeah. sports fans out there. Oh, I'm never going to live that one down. But that's okay. That's okay. But, yeah, that was in, – in that last shot was right there. Yeah, right it was. There. It. it really it was, was. Right there. I was watching this game in the most unsafe way. I had it playing while I was driving in my car. <laughs> and, uh, yes. But – it's March Madness, <laughs> right? It's okay. I had the I wasn't police, like, I had the a little stand. Pulls you March Madness, and then he pops in like he's like, "Ooh, what game are you watching?" I'm like, <laughs> or Roberts just lost, and he's yeah. like, "Dang it!" <laughs> but yeah, no, I saw that shot. That oh, that was so close. Heartbreaker. Biggest surprise to me. I'm going to go with Dominic. That Oregon State made it to the Elite Eight. Sister Jean, I'm sorry. We were rooting for you. Yeah. That's the I mean, problem. Yeah, we, we definitely wanted, problem. We wanted the Ramblers to win. I thought it would be a close game. Honestly, my biggest surprise was how far off some of these games were. Like the, the difference. The margarine, between yeah. Margarines. Yeah. The margarines. Because, I mean, oh my Gonzaga, God, not so much. I expected Gonzaga to roll that over wasn't a surprise basically to me. everyone. But you, USC, I thought it'd be a closer match with Oregon. And then Michigan State just took it to... I'm sorry. Michigan took it to Florida State. Yeah, that was... I'll tell you USC what. USC and Oregon was cl- pretty close in the for, first for half. The, yeah. But that and second USC half, USC just, just went dominated. It was sad. I'll tell you what. Michigan's looking good. Yeah. yeah. Like, that like was, mid-season good. That's a surprise yeah. to me as well because I, I keep forgetting the guy's name, but one of their key players, is he still out? Livers? Yeah. He's out. Yeah, the entire he's, tournament. He's out for the tournament. So I'm surprised wow. that they're still playing this well without him. Hey, yeah, I mean, like we've said, I mean, they're still a talented I mean, team. Yeah, they're a deep team, but yeah, I thought I predicted them to be knocked out in this past round. That's where I had them in my original bracket. I thought Florida State could could pull it off, and yeah, they so did not I. show up. <laughs> well, let, look, once again, you had a dominant Big Ten uh, conference going up against pretty weak ACC conference this year. And look who comes out on top. Yeah, and they're yeah. the only Big Ten still remaining now. Yeah. Now, I know we talked that number 12 seed Oregon State was a surprise. 
Was any? I mean, Brandon, I don't think you think this is a surprise. Number 11 seed, UCLA. Oh, by the way, Brandon, thanks for the money. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. I, I, expect my may, cut. <laughs> I may have won a little money on that game. Did um, you really? I may have. Brandon, you know, when, when Stats talks, you should listen. <laughs> and he talked and talked. But then he didn't pick them because I know, Alabama. I had to try to save my bracket a little bit. I had Bama in the final four. He did have Bama in the final four. so uh, I had them in my championship. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, there that's you go. right. Yeah, you know, so you're done. You so know, I, Zaga you, is still hey, hanging by a thread. Yeah, you I know, Zaga to win. You know, you know who has the best bracket out of all of us in here, right? Dominic. Yeah, our guest. Yeah, our guest. guest. <laughs> I still had Baylor in the final four as well. They're hanging on. Listen yeah. to this guy. Uh, oh. yeah, Wait, where where did you learn this? Because obviously, I didn't teach you anything this year. <laughs> I didn't watch a majority of the regular season, but. When I come to pick, it's usually just thinking about like the past years and what seeds upset who in the in the past years. Oh, so he goes he goes a little more analytical with it. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. But See, the thing I, is, I had Texas in the final four too, and that did not work. Oh out. yeah. 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 They, yeah. They, yeah. I, let, let me just say one thing, and I think we've said it before. Hey, look at Michigan actually having a good coach that they are actually paying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Harbaugh. <laughs> oh, they're paying him but, yeah. Yeah. for a job take, he's not doing. Take, <laughs> take some, take some advice from Jawan Howard, Harbaugh. Just I know I, I forgot that Jawan Howard was still coaching Michigan when I saw the game. It's his first year. Yeah, this what? is his first I thought year. he was still it's coaching. His first year. Are you serious? Yeah. What the? Who was the coach before? I don't remember. I can't off remember. The top of my head, but I guess. I guess when you have one of the Fab Five come in there, the payments start coming in for the players so you can get better players. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I it's a joke. It's a joke, people. Calm down. Calm down, Drew Guilla. Calm down. Because I could have sworn. <laughs> I thought Juwan Howard was. Yeah, it looks like it is Juwan Howard. Yeah, he was. It there. is Juwan Howard. Yeah. They, no, but he was there first in 2019. Yeah. 19. Okay, yes. so it's his second year? Third. Okay. Uh, well, second, technically, because second, yeah, second March, March Madness. Madness because there was no tournament last year. But three three years in, that's pretty that's, dang yeah. impressive. pretty darn good, especially having limited coaching experience. Yeah, I have to say, I mean that he's brought this Michigan team pretty solid. Now it makes me second guess myself of where I had Michigan before. I had him going out second round, boys. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I had after that after far. their their player got injured, I was like, "There's no way." I had them losing this this against Florida State. Yeah, that's where I yeah. had them yeah. as well. Same. Yeah, but you but, know, you know, I guess obviously I have no idea what I'm talking about this year because yeah. four three of my four final four were out by <laughs> second day. Yeah, this yeah. this past weekend was not good for me. The predictions I made on the show, I was zero for four on Saturday. Zero <laughs> for four on Saturday. I got two of them right: USC and Zaga on Sunday, and I was happy about UCLA. I was happy to be wrong about that one. So was I, Brandon. So <laughs> was I. Yeah, I'm afraid to pick UCLA going forward because I might jinx them. I yeah. don't want to be the reason they get knocked out. They looked really, really <laughs> good yeah, last I've, night. I've hit like the them. big shot to tie the game, but UCLA looked like they had them gassing the overtime. They were, yeah. Their three-point shooting was phenomenal, oh, UCLA's. That, that three-point shot to tie the game was oh. ridiculous. Ridiculous. I was jumping out of my couch. Ridiculous. I'm gonna. This is a little bit of a tease, but I'm like, it was a nice three point shot, but you know, 
It's where free throws matter, and <laughs> I'll bring that up later. Right. Tease. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm. It, it. Dominic brought up something really good while we were driving here, though. Oh, okay, let's hear it. Did you guys pay any attention to the ladies this weekend? There were some performances this weekend with really? the ladies. Yeah, yeah uh, it wasn't this weekend, but the the previous weekend, Clark from Iowa dropped thirty seven. Really? Yeah. 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 The girls are playing ball. And then, I've been um, hearing like news about them. I just I haven't gotten a chance to come across. I haven't been able to freshman, watch these games. Freshman Paige Beckers from UConn is out of this world. Just sinks almost every shot she takes. Like great basketball IQ, and she's young too. So there's so much talent in the ladies. U- UConn set up Schools. for another four years, yeah. dude. <laughs> I can't remember a year. Well, we we talked about it like I think a week or two ago. They're how many they had like over a hundred wins in a row. Yeah. 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 yeah they're they're always good. And, that was, and that was like two years after they had done 98, nine, yeah. 98 yeah. in a row or something like that. And you're just, you're just like, like they, they've had been down the last couple years, but they're starting to resurge again. Yeah. And yeah I know they're always, when, a scary when we team. talked about the women's bracket before we mentioned how like the top teams are basically the top teams. Yeah. And for the most part, that has been the case. Although number one, NC state, did get upset yeah. last round over yep. by Indiana. And, I did and, see so. that. And what did we say? NC State's number yeah, yeah, one. Exactly. That's a new one. All but, right. Yeah. The the other three are still there: South Carolina, Stanford, and UConn. I think this is the women. Indiana's women's first time to the Elite Eight. Cool. Oh wow! Nice. Go Hoosiers! Yeah. Hey, hell yeah! And then they go and hire uh, an assistant coach from the Knicks to be their head coach. For the men's basketball team, go Hoosiers. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> well, this kind of wraps up our first segment of college basketball. But don't worry, guys. We're still going to be talking about college basketball. We're going to be previewing the Elite Eight games coming up, which we actually have some starting later today. There are two teams in the double-digit rankings that punch their ticket into the Elite Eight. Some of us here in the studio think they're not done. We will tell you which teams here on Blow the Whistle. This is your home for sports. SportstownChicago.com Joe's Hot Dogs has been around since 1953, but I promise it's not old news. You don't have to like hot dogs to like Joe's on Plainfield Road in Joliet. Italian beef, hot dogs, shakes and sides. My family's had a relationship with Joe's Hot Dogs for three generations. Golden fries with a tad bit of salt and the perfect amount of crunch come in a bag as big as your hand. And that's just a small. For more on the menu, visit joeshotdogsjoliet.com. Bringing that classic Chicago flavor to the suburbs. That's Joe's Hot Dogs across from CVS on Plainfield Road in Joliet. At the football game, Jim shows the telltale signs of being wasted. He starts flexing for the camera. He refers to his muscles as gunboats. He screams, how's this for a halftime show? Jim streaks the field. It's easy to tell if you've had way too many to drive. But what if you've had just one too many to drive? Never underestimate just a few. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, the Ad Council, and this station. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. 
cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and Windy City News Radio. The Illinois Center for Broadcasting is now the Illinois Media School. We've been an institution in the Chicagoland area now for 30 years. Because the broadcasting world is always changing, so are we. Not only are we teaching radio and television production, but now you can learn all aspects of the media industry, like web design. You can even specialize in TV or film, sports broadcasting, and even sales. No matter where you are in the Chicagoland area, we have a campus near you. The Illinois Media School. Be on TV, be on radio, be on air.com. That was money. Tell me that wasn't money. Yo, yo, yo. Check us out. We are the go-to guys. I'm your boy, Space. I'm your boy, MC. Check us out every Thursday from 4 to 5 p.m. We spitting all facts, all sports, all day. Yes, sir. Who else are you going to go to in the clutch? Lillard, long range three. And it's good! Keeping you up to date with all the latest sports news. We are the go-to guys. Where else are you going to get all your sports news from? You know. SportstownChicago.com. St. Patrick's Day, the only day of the year that it's okay to not boo the Boston Celtics. I will show you mercy. SportstownChicago.com L.A. is alive, is by it the ever? way. Uh-huh. It is. How about this night? Oh. The Trojans advance. Reese. Unlikely run continues for UCLA. The Bruins dance into the Elite Eight. It is another step towards perfection for top-seeded Gonzaga. On to the Elite Eight. The Houston Cougars out of the American, advancing to the Elite Eight. The Baylor Bears out of the Big 12 Conference. Are headed to the Elite Eight. Cover Thompson will inbound. Aismas against Davis. Aismas for the Elite Eight. Arkansas has won. And that'll do it. What a surprise. Oregon State is going to the regional finals. That is right. The Elite Eight is set. The Elite. The elite. Elite. <laughs> elite. Those teams have punched in their Elite 8 tickets. Credit to TBS and CBS for those amazing highlights. And before we get to talking about previewing the Elite 8, I want to ask um, to our listeners and eventually to you guys, do you think UCLA or Oregon State or both are better than where they are ranked at? Holler at us on our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at BlowTWhistle1. That is B-L-O-W-T-W-H-I-S-T-L-E-1. Then I want to ask you guys, Brandon, I know that you love UCLA. Just how they've been playing. (laughs) But I just, do you guys think either UCLA or Oregon State, based on how they've been playing, do you think, are they just a sleeper team? Do you think they should be ranked higher like we said about Loyola, Chicago? What do you guys think? Now, I think if if Oregon State would have ran into Illinois rather than Loyola in that last round, they would not have had a good time. 
they would have it would have been pretty Mat- ugly matchup wise. Yeah, you think I that think, would have been a, a yeah. tougher test for I've, them? I've heard that too, and I I could also agree with so that. So I think their lower seed is a little more fitting, but I think UCLA definitely is playing way better basketball than what everybody else is saying. Than an eleven? Yeah. Okay, that's okay. fair. That's fair. I could, I, w- I, I would have to that. agree with that too. Yeah, definitely. The way they've played, they. But that's I'm not entirely sure how they were doing during the season in terms when the seedings came well, out. Well, you're also talking about two teams, Oregon State and UCLA, that both came exactly. into the tournament kind of hot. Yeah. Kind of yeah. really yeah. hot. So it's not surprising. That whole Pac-12 is kind of hot right now. Yeah, so. they, they really are. They, yeah. But they were bracket busters this year. That oh, Pac-12 yeah. just came oh, out yeah. of nowhere. They, they had... Almost every team still in it from the Pac-12 until two of them had yeah, to play each yeah, other. At one point, yeah. they had five five still in. I think Oregon was the first one that got knocked out. Yeah, yeah. see, that was the biggest surprise because just the way how the Big Ten has played throughout the season, everyone thought that the Big Ten was just going to dominate the March Madness tournament. But Oral Roberts shut not. that down real quick. Yeah. <laughs> he said, nope. Uh, there's never been a better time to hate Ohio State than when Oral Roberts just took him to the woodshed. Yeah. yeah. yeah actually, it was Colorado. Colorado was the first one oh, to yeah. get knocked out. Oh, Wait, that was right. surprising yeah. because Colorado was playing great basketball, too. Yeah, yeah I mean, they were. They just got surprised. Yeah, they were the first I mean, Pac-12 team to get knocked out, and that was in the round of 32. Yeah, Everyone yeah. else made the Sweet 16, and That's as you just said, crazy. until they start playing each other as USC just knocked out Oregon. So with that being said, obviously some of the games start tonight. First game tonight is number 12, Oregon State, against number two, Houston. Now, Houston has been on a run. Oregon State's going to run into the same issue they would have run into against Illinois. Illinois, yeah. Yeah, you think? Okay, so they're going to... Houston's too athletic, too fast. They're too good. Lots of talent. Yeah. I I think a big thing is that Oregon State, they got that point guard. I keep forgetting his name. It just but here's the thing. But he's been on he's been on a tear. Yeah, that's great for them. Yeah, <laughs> but I, it's when just, at some point it's got to end. When well, not only that, but when all alumni from Houston are saying this team reminds them of Vislama Jama, once again, Clyde Drexler, uh, Akeem Olajuwon, like yeah, that says something. That's big time company to be be putting the same name as. So you got Houston up in Oregon State. Oh yeah, I think game. Houston's a Final Four team for sure. Okay. I would agree. You yeah. agree with that too? Yep. Yeah. Initially, I was a little torn on Houston just because of how they played against Rutgers. That's why I actually thought they might slip up against Syracuse last week. But the pounding that they just put on Syracuse, yeah, that I have, was a I, gruesome score. Yeah. Ending no, score. No ice cream for Buddy Beheim yeah. this time. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think I think Houston's the deeper team, so I think they will be Pop, able to win this one. Papa, okay. Papa Beheim not taking his kid out for pizza after that game. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally agree. I think Houston's going to beat Oregon State in this game. I don't think, I mean, I think Oregon State's going to realize, like, what kind of team they're going up against. And Oregon, I mean, I would be shocked if Oregon State upsets Houston, but I mean, I think this is just when their run ends. Yeah. I, absolutely. There's there there's equal equal talent on a lot of levels, but you're you're gonna see the cream rise to the top at this point. Yeah. That, that this is like where it might be close just, for the first half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I could see that. Okay. But eventually it's just gonna be a beat down. Yeah. Okay. And then other game tonight we got at eight fifty seven, 
Number three, Arkansas versus number one, Baylor. Such a weird start time. I said yeah, no. Brandon said it earlier. Off. Eight fifty seven. Okay. Yeah. I it's guess. a fifty five. Go to the hour. Like just round it up. I, I always I I had trouble reading that because I was like, am I, am I reading this right? This who, game. Who is it again? Arkansas. Number three, Arkansas. Number one, Baylor. This one I think is going to be a close game. I think it's going to be extremely close. Let me tell you something, boys. Let's hear it. Arkansas is going to lay down the wood tonight. I, I, think, 40, I think Baylor doesn't I th- know what they're walking into. I think, I think. well, if you watch the Oral Roberts-Arkansas game, wasn't it? No, it was the Oral Roberts-Colgate game that we were watching, and Colgate was oh, yes. in yeah. the first round. Arkansas has the ability to flip that switch on defense. Like that. That, that reminds you of the 40 minutes of hell that they used to run back in the mid-90s, where they go full-court press, and the team just doesn't know what to do. And if they do that against Baylor, Baylor's going to get spanked yeah. tonight. That was that cuz when we watched that game, that was scaring me because I'm like, come on. I'm like, Colgate, don't be the first upset. I'm like, I have Arkansas going deep. And then just all of a sudden, <laughs> second half, boom, Arkansas is just like They went full court press. They want to play defense and just shut everything down. I think they were just teasing Colgate. They're just like, I want you to smell a victory, but then we're going to take it right back. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they were ready for Colgate to be that good, to be honest with you. But, I could see too. But it was a nice wake up call for Arkansas because they haven't played like that since. Right. No, yeah, exactly. They let that lead go. So you get <laughs> both Dykstra's are saying Arkansas. Arkansas. I'm, I'm going to go with Baylor in a close game. You're going to say okay. go with Baylor in a close game? Okay. Baylor them in, your in final a close four? game. I do have them. <laughs> That's okay. why. He's got them in the he wants to. He wants just to solidify that trophy <laughs> yeah, yeah. this year. See, that's that's nice to still have uh, Dominic yeah. because after the second round, I just threw my bracket away. I'm like, uh, I want upsets. Yeah, one, <laughs> right? yeah, one guy still has a bracket. What's that like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't seen one of those in a while. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brandon, what about you? What do you think? Arkansas, Baylor. I like the Razorbacks. I thought that Villanova would take it to Baylor, and initially it looked like they were going to. I thought I still think Baylor's not as good as everyone says they are. They uh, keep proving me wrong, but I think <laughs> hopefully Arkansas can be the team to knock them out. I 100% agree with you. I think Baylor's a little overhyped. They are good. They're good, but yes. I think just the You're way how Arkansas game anytime we all agree that one team's going to win a game, it turns out very badly for us. So <laughs> yeah, Baylor, does. Baylor's moving on, boys. <laughs> yeah. Dang it. Baylor moves on to the final four. <laughs> but no, I mean just the way how Arkansas has been playing and their defense, uh I I they're going to put a trouble on Baylor and I could see Baylor moving move not Baylor. I lied. Arkansas moving on <laughs> and making it to the final four. And then coming on Tuesday, the other games, we got USC versus Gonzaga. David, I don't even have to ask you this, but I think I know who you're picking. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. USC will give them a game. Yeah. It'll be a game. Zags take it. Zags take it. (laughs) You think that it'll be a blowout? Yeah. Not a blowout, but I think they've got got a double-digit lead on them after after it's all said and done. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. Zag's going to win. Yeah. I think Zaga's scary until Final Four, and then they're going to get a run for their money. Okay. I can see that. Interesting. Brandon? Zaga. Zaga, (laughs) yeah. It's got to be Zaga. I think USC is a great team. I think they can. They're on a great run. I think they can compete. But in the end, I think it'll be close for maybe even three-fourths of the game. And then Zaga's just going to wear them out at the end. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Zaga on this one, too. Even though I've been trying to avoid rooting for Zaga. Here comes the upset. (sighs) 
I'm just saying. That's why I'm saying Gonzaga. No, I'm just <laughs> but uh, no, just <laughs> all, all their games have not even been close, and it's just scary. And so, even though USC, I mean Oregon was a ta- is a talented team. They played well throughout the tournament, and USC just put a beating on them. But I think Gonzaga is just gonna win. I think like by ten plus points. Never lost, undefeated. <laughs> Never lost. <laughs> and then the one I'm really excited for. And I'm gonna let I'm gonna ask Brandon's choice first. Oh, another weird time. Eight fifty-seven. <laughs> another eight fifty-seven. Number eleven UCLA versus number one Michigan. Brandon, tell me what you I think. I am very torn as to how to go about this this choice because <laughs> I know who I want to see win. I know who I think will win, and I don't want to jinx them winning because so far, whenever I've chosen an upset, it hasn't hit. <laughs> So, so you guys all know who I want to see win, and that is who I think will win. I refuse to on say. The record, but on the record, officially, I'm going to say Michigan. <laughs> nice. <laughs> on the record. But wink, wink. Verbally <laughs> never said. Hey, Dad's about great. to make some more money. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm going Michigan. Uh, I haven't seen them play this well since midseason Big Ten. Uh, if they keep this rolling the way they are, look out. I, I think, and now I would love to see UCLA win because I love a good upset in the late game. Uh, and it, I just like seeing brackets get busted and all the chaos. So I, I'd really love to see UCLA, UCLA win with how well they're playing. But I think Michigan is also just on too hot of a streak with too much talent and a, a great new coach that I think they're going to take this one and you know start to reclaim their school's old glory in uh, March Madness. Okay. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, but, yeah, I don't, this one's tough because I, when I saw UCLA play last night, they looked really, really good. And but Michigan has been playing really well, even with their star player being injured. So I think Michigan's gonna come out winning. Um, but I think it's gonna be pretty close. Just with the three point shooting oh, that UCLA sure. has, I think it's gonna be pretty close. Oh, for sure. Well, boys, we always root for chaos in March Madness, especially when all of our brackets are broken and we just want the upsets. We unfortunately have to move on, but that's okay because we're continuing the chaos with your killing me smalls. The greatest segment in sports radio where we can just all rant and complain about what is happening in sports right now. Let us know what made you saying you're killing me smalls on our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at blow T whistle one as B L O W T W H I S T L E one. But first I'm going to hand it off to Brandon with a quick sports update. Back to your home for sports, sportstownchicago.com scoreboard update. Brandon here with your SportstownChicago.com update powered by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. Live score from the Cubs spring training finale. The Cubs lead the Diamondbacks 2-0 in the top of the second. It was a Jock Peterson two-run double that put the Cubs on the board, so he continues his hot spring. Cubs open the season on Thursday, and pitcher Jake Arrieta assured everyone that he is ready to go feel good timing and uh, in my delivery is is really good right now so going into uh saturday i feel healthy uh extremely well prepared 
uh, and as we all are right now, we're, we're excited to get the season going. Arietta will start the Cubs' second game of the season on Saturday. White Sox wrap up their spring tomorrow against the Diamondbacks. The NFL is expected to do something they haven't done since 1978. They are expected to announce this week the expansion of the regular season to 17 games. In hockey, Blackhawks lost last night 3-2 to the Predators. They host the Hurricanes tomorrow at 6.30. Bulls-Warriors tonight at 9. Bulls are coming off a 120-104 loss over the weekend to the Spurs. Elite 8 kicks off tonight with games between number 2 Houston and number 12 Oregon State and number 1 Baylor against number 3 Arkansas. Number 1 Gonzaga, number 6 USC tomorrow as is number 1 Michigan taking on number 11 UCLA. And the U.S. men's soccer team has failed to qualify for the Olympics for the third straight time after losing yesterday 2-1 to Honduras. And this has been your SportstownChicago.com update brought to you by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. This is your home for sports. Longtime fans, sports is like life. SportstownChicago.com. What's up, Chicago? If you're ever, and I mean ever, out looking for good urban food 24-7, come down to White Palace Grill located 1159 South Canal Street in Chicago. White Palace Grill is open 365 days a year since 1939. I personally love the steak and egg dinner, but whether you like burgers for breakfast, steak for lunch, or French toast for dinner, White Palace is the place for you. The diner is a 24-hour urban oasis. Come now. Come later. Hey, come now in later. We never close at White Palace Grill located 1159 South Canal Street in Chicago. Visit us at whitepalace.com or order with Uber Eat or Grubhub anytime, any day. Daddy, when you look at me, I could see a wheels turning. About what am I going to be when I grow up? A major equal spaceman? Maybe a point guard for a national champion. The odds of a child becoming a professional athlete are 1 in 16,000. Far-fetched? Maybe. But did you know the odds of a child being diagnosed with autism are 1 in 166? That's right, 1 in 166. To learn the signs of autism, go to AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Go to Lux Barbershop for the best barbers and stylists in Plainfield, Illinois. I go there when I have an important event, date, or I just want to look good. The straight razor shave will have you looking fresh and smooth. Lux Barbershop is open seven days a week. Go to Lux Barbershop for the finest barbers, stylists, braiders, and massage therapists in the southern suburbs. Check out all their daily deals on Facebook, Instagram, and LuxBarbershop.com. Hi, this is Joe Perry. And Steven Tyler of Aerosmith for Red. You know, it's okay to rock and roll and party down. Just don't get in that 2,000-pound bullet when you're done and cocked. And please don't drink and drive. Someone that jaded you. A reminder that friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service message brought to you by the Ad Council, U.S. Department of Transportation, National Association of Broadcasters, and RAD. Old Sport Radio with Pat Riley. The Bears in my opinion, are not a storied franchise anymore. They are a laughing stock because of the way that they handle their business and the way that the team up north has dominated them for my entire life. Wednesdays from 3 to 4 p.m. on SportstownChicago.com. <laughs> yes, indubitably on sport. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Let's go! Yeah. Yeah. 
SportstownChicago.com. You're killing me, Smalls. That's right. Singing <laughs> <laughs> along, greatest segment in sports radio. I so I I. I I, there's no words. I love this segment so much. It's the best thing since, since sliced, sliced bread. bread. Absolutely. Yeah, man. It's like we finish each other's sentences. Yeah, yeah all the time. <laughs> I was going I was going I was going to say thoughts, but uh, you know, that might that the, might have been over your head a little. The big thing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so let's on. get back. Uh, <laughs> reel it in. <laughs> um Dominic actually volunteered to go first. So, oh, yeah. Dominic, what has made you saying you're killing me, Smalls? So, today, the Brooklyn Nets are killing me. So, I cannot stand the thought of a super team forming together to defeat one team with a 36-year-old man from Accra. <laughs> Why do you need 40 all-star appearances across your roster to beat LeBron James and Anthony Davis? Now, <laughs> my problem is that they're both Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge, the two new big signs from Brooklyn, aren't even start. Neither of them are starters. <laughs> Joe Harris took their job. They don't. They don't have a starting spot on that team, on that super team that includes them. So why why do you sign with them to beat a thirty six year old man from Ohio? <laughs> I like this guy. It's a free, <laughs> He's a free so ring. good. I told you. I told you. It's a free ring. Is it's that exactly. it? Is that all you got? I think that's it. I mean, so, like, come on. In other words, Brooklyn Nets for being ring hungry. Lamarcus Aldridge, Blake Griffin. See, this is uh, great because it? I had the exact same. I had like a similar one about when the Nets signed. Oh, he Blake just Griffin. goes above and beyond, man. That was great. He goes above and beyond. I, this is this is why I knew. Like I was like, Can't just come in, it. dude. Just go. Just go. To, to add on that, David Stern didn't allow Chris Paul to join Kobe Bryant on the Lakers. So why is Adam Silver allowing LaMarcus Aldridge, Blake Griffin, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and James Harden to all be on the same roster? I totally agree with you on that. It was, so, so send another one out to Adam Silverman. I'm Adam Silverman. You're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> we had a double oh, one man. out of one person. We've never had that before. He doubled up. I love it. <laughs> I had to. I love it. That was great. All right. I'll go. You want to go next? I go. He got me pumped you up. Got, you got to follow up on him. Oh, that's that was great. good. Hey, Oregon State, Loyola. Um, thanks for taking away an hour of my life. I will never ever get back in that first half of god-awful basketball that you called the Sweet 16. For the love of all that is good in the world. What was it? 24 to 16 at halftime or something like yeah, that? Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> I've watched bad. high school basketball games that score more points than a half. <laughs> that was horrible. Horrible. Obviously... Sister Jean didn't do the correct prayer before the game this time <laughs> to get them off to a better start in the first half because, good golly, I could build a house with the bricks that they were throwing up in that first half. <laughs> <sighs> okay, I'm done. Oregon okay. State, Loyola, for wasting an hour of my life. You're killing me, Smalls. That was an 
utter disappointing game. Oh, it was the worst. It was That was awful. the worst the worst first half of college basketball I've seen in a very, very long time. Very long time. That's just pathetic. And you expect more out of those two teams. Oh, two yeah. sleeper teams. Yeah. Especially Leola after the way they played against Illinois. Yeah, I know. Coming off a game like that against Illinois that was projected to make it to the finals, if not win the championship. Yeah. That's just just atrocious. Big yeah. words using here. <laughs> All right, Brandon, let's dish it off to you. What made you say you're killing me, Smalls? All right, mine, I had a different one, but mine just came out this oh, morning. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it just came oh, out just this morning that Anthony Rizzo does not expect an extension to be reached with the Cubs prior to opening day. Opening day is on Thursday, three days from now, and he is standing firm by his statement that he will not get into discussions during the season. Once opening day hits, he wants to stick with focusing on baseball, which I'm all for. That's good on him. I'm glad he's standing by. So this goes out to the Cubs. He is the face of the franchise. He is a guy. You don't have a replacement first baseman. There's On the depth chart, there's no backup first baseman. It's Wilson Contreras, who's the starting catcher, and Chris Bryant, who's the starting third baseman. Those are your backups to Rizzo. He's had some back issues. That might be part of what is holding up extension talks. You don't know how it'll be. He'll He's 31 right now. But this is the face of the franchise. He's the most consistent hitter on this team, regardless of injuries. He still comes in. He still hits. He does his job. He's the captain. He's the longest tenured player on the team. The list goes on. He's the nicest guy in the world. There's no reason to let this guy ever leave Chicago. Ever. There's no reason. He should retire as a Cub. No doubt about it so hopefully they can get something together offer him a blank check or something if that's what it takes how hard is it to make an offer 23 to 25 million four to five years and Rizzo's done Rizzo's stuck with the team he's staying where he wants to be he said he loves the Cubs I believe it let the guy play for the team he loves. Don't let him walk away in free agency after this season. The Cubs will regret it. The fan base will hate management even more than they already. I don't hate management, but they make some choices that I do hate. And I will not forgive you if you let Rizzo leave. I will not. So, to sum it up, the Cubs, the Cubs for lowballing Rizzo and not getting an extension when he clearly made it known that he wants an extension by opening day. Cubs for not getting an extension with Anthony Rizzo or any of the pending free agents. You're killing me, Smalls! Okay, can I just that say... Was, I have You ne- scared David. I have, ne- I have never been on this side of the, of, the, of the table when he's gone off like that. It's scary. Dude, I have... Every single time that Brandon goes up, I'm always protected over here. I got, <laughs> I got monitors. I've always been on that side too when he's gone, like when he's really gone off, gone you're, off. You're That's just, the first time I've been on this side, man. That's scary. I was you're within arm's reach. I know. <laughs> Dave, I, was, I was waiting for Dave something to get shot. David was just slowly creeping away from you. He was scared. Oh my god, that was, was that cruel. not? Did, did, uh, I was uh, waiting I, for him to I, jump, yeah, man. Yeah. That yeah. was that was great. This, this one hits close to home. <laughs> He's just a little passionate about the Cubs, ladies and gentlemen. Just a little bit. What do you got, Tyler? Oh, Bring mine. That on. Mine. Now, come on now. So, uh, 
Uh, Alabama. <laughs> Alabama Crimson Tide. Come on, my bracket was already jacked up, and you just had to be, you just had to get off and lose to UCLA by 10 points. You know what could have happened there? If You know what? It could have been a close game, or you could have won if you hit a damn free throw. <laughs> my goodness. Yeah, you had that sweet uh, deep three hitting it from the logo to tie it to go to OT. <laughs> right. Congrats. Yeah, but you still went 44% from free throw. Those are, it's stealing candy from a baby of a point. And ironically, you guys went 11 for 25 from free throw. Sheesh. You missed 14. Yes, I'm doing math correctly. You missed 14 free throws. You lost by 10. Even if you hit 10 of those, which you should have, the game would have been right there, guys. The game would have been right there. You guys had the chance. You guys, talented team, congrats. But I can't congratulate you when you can't hit a flipping free throw. They teach you that in basketball 101 when you are in middle school. So for being in a D1 college athlete and not being able to hit a free throw because another thing where I was rooting for Alabama, even though I had them losing in the championship in my bracket, it would have been cool if they won the whole thing because I found out that the Florida Gator, Gators is the only team to win the championship in the same year in football and basketball. That was with Joe Kim Noah and Tim Tebow. So it would have been cool if Bama did the same thing. So with the music stopping, I have to end this. <laughs> we have gone too long. <laughs> Alabama men's college basketball team for not being able to hit a damn free throw. Pathetic. <laughs> I like it. Just putting a period at the end of that pathetic. <laughs> well, guys, it's never a dull moment with this segment, but the boss told us we had need to move on. <laughs> the, <boss told. laughs> the Bulls are coming up a tough lot Saturday night with the new group, but don't freak out, Bulls fans. Don't jump the gun. The Bulls are a new team and going to go upwards, and we will tell you why they are here on Blow the Whistle. This is your home for sports. Red SportstownChicago.com. Take that exit and get to the Southern Cafe, home of the Nasty Biscuit on Roselle Road in Roselle. Get over there and try the Chicken Fried Chicken Biscuit, made with the Southern Cafe's house-made drop biscuit with buttermilk chicken fried chicken, smothered in country gravy, topped with shredded cheddar and crumbled hickory smoked bacon. I always say that when you go to the Southern Cafe, you come out with two meals with the heaping amounts of food they serve you in every meal. I love to go to a place with outdoor seating. The Southern Cafe has a great outdoor seating area to help social distance, and I get to enjoy my breakfast outdoors. Open 6.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. to give you plenty of time to grab an amazing breakfast or lunch. Now get your butt over to the Southern Cafe on Roselle Road. Hello? It's speed walking day. Dorothy, you're breaking up. Did I mention we'd be slowing down when we pass the court where those fine brothers play ball? I heard that. Reduce your risk of cancer, diabetes, heart disease, and stroke. Get active, eat right, and maybe even run into Mr. Right. Isn't sisterhood beautiful? For more information, go to everydaychoices.org. Brought to you by the American Cancer Society, the American Diabetes Association, the American Heart Association, the Ad Council, and this station. Alert! Alert! Be gone, maxed-out credit cards, overdue loans, suffocating interest rates, and relentless collection agencies. If your credit rating is making you and others around you cringe, there's only one thing to do. 
and that's to turn to the professionals at Creative Credit Solutions. Even if your credit is less than perfect, we'll help you get back on track. You can do it, and we can help. Call today or visit creativecreditsolutions.net for your free credit check report. Blow the whistle on SportstownChicago.com. Mondays and Fridays from 2 to 3 p.m. as we talk NFL. The game plan was really sound. In the quarterback league, it, it has been, it still is. Franchise-defining quarterbacks. College football. Will Jim Harbaugh make it through the season as Michigan's head coach? Some more Big Ten talk. And here's some things you wouldn't expect. I would have never expected that. Get all of that and more on Blow the Whistle on SportstownChicago.com. Same lineup the Bulls have been going with, with Vucevic replacing Young, and there's the oh, first bucket as a bull for Nikola Vucevic. Yep. Levine to Vucevic, extra pass, Sadoransky for three, nice. it's good, and Vucevic has a bucket and an assist. Oh, off the glass. Oh, wow. Add to that front court scoring as Vucevic hits his first three as a Chicago Bull. There, Vucevic for three. It's a single-digit game with 5-10 to go. That is right. We are talking Chicago Bulls because it's exciting to be a Bulls fan right now. Credit to NBC Sports Chicago for those awesome highlights. And as much as the game did not go as planned, it's okay. First game, uh, the Bulls have played with a new face, which leads me into a question I want to ask the listeners and ask you guys. Why should Bulls fans not freak out after the outcome of the first game with the Spurs with the new group? Give us our, your thoughts on our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at BlowTWhistle1, B-L-O-W-T-W-H-I-S-T-L-E-1. And I'm going to talk to this guy because me and him talked a little basketball earlier today. Go for it. It's going to be fun. Dominic, do you think the – why should Bulls fans not freak out after the, the first game Against the Spurs with this whole new group with Vucevic, obviously. Let Vuce get comfy. Let him get comfy. Let him get set in the system. You know, Billy Donovan's a great coach. He's worked with those hybrid big men before. Um, let him get comfortable. I, I give it like another week or so, and you'll be having him putting up good stat lines, you know, double doubles and things like that. I he mean, almost I, had a double double. I was double. about to say, I wouldn't argue with 21. He had and nine rebounds. Right, he almost yeah. had another double. He almost had a double double. That's that's not a bad start to your career in Chicago. Not at all. They had a rough start. They were down by like twenty to thirty, but well, then they started that's, playing. That's kind of what I was going to bring up. Is maybe that was like their adjustment period right there. You know, getting used to being on the floor together, getting used to the ebb and flow of each other, and it took a little bit of a to- time. But they showed up in that second half. They really did. I think they brought it. Within nine points at Eight. one point. No, was six. I saw six? six. I saw six in the highlights. <sighs> so close yet yeah, so 65 far. 65 to 39 at the half. Yeah. And, but if you go quarter by quarter scores, the Bulls won the sec- or the third and fourth quarter. So They did. I mean, yeah, they, the only problem was that they were down by yeah. so much at the half. And, so. I mean, part of that could be the Spurs kind of backed off a little because of their lead, but... Yeah, they definitely, they turned it on, the Bulls turned it on a bit in that second half. I think, yeah, that second half is where you saw the new chemistry kind of click. And what I was seeing a lot, even though Kobe White has been put on the bench recently, they have made some, he has made some nice plays on the pick and roll with Vucevic and just 
finding Vucevic open, which is what you should do because he's not the best player on our team, but he's one of the best players on our team because we I still consider Levine the best player on the Bulls as he's deserved for what he's been taking with the Bulls. But he's... Because there was a whole issue. Because remember there was rumors that Kobe White was going to get traded and the Bulls were considering pursuing Lonzo Ball. Dom, you and me were talking about this. I'm not a fan of that trade. Yeah. Now, um, I was I was talking to Tyler earlier about this. I think Kobe White, although he's young, has that talent and that scoring ability that the Bulls are going to need in the future. And not, you know, saying Lonzo Ball isn't a good talent, but Lonzo Ball fits more in New Orleans as a playmaker to people like Zion, who's athletic. He can put the ball in two feet away consistently as we've, he's proved to us. Um, and you've got, you've got other guys like Brandon Ingram who can catch the ball on the outside and hit a three off that catch and shoot. Mm-hmm. So he's got kind of an outlet to pass to. And um, I think in, in Chicago, he has that too. But it wouldn't be, they would still need that scoring outlet because, you know, although Vucevic is a great addition in an all-star surrounding Levine, who himself is an all-star, um, it's not that scoring burst that we need that, you know, would combine with Levine for 80 points like how they did a couple months ago. Right. So keeping Colby White here, you know, under that system to continue learning is not only the best choice for that franchise, but a good choice for him as a player in development. I got a question for both of you. Go for it. What do you think that the addition of Vuk brings to the game of both Levine and Kobe White? You got an outlet in the block now. You got somebody who knows, like, you know he can score in the block when he needs to. Um, as... Wendell Carter was iffy. He'd have a good game. He'd have a bad game. He'd be inconsistent. You don't want that. You want somebody who's going to put up those 20-point numbers every game. So Vucevic is somebody who can do that. No, he's not going to do it every time because everybody has their off days. Right. But more likely than not, you're going to see stat lines like how you did last night. So that's why I think you shouldn't worry is because... That I mean, that's a good athletic young Spurs team that they just played, and they're getting settled into their new young and very versatile looking team that they have now. I I totally you, totally agree with you. Uh, for Levine's end, it brings off a little pressure away from Levine because Levine has just been going bat crazy. He doesn't have to pour in thirty a game. Exactly, or, right. it gives him a little relief, and so he can. So he's not overtiring himself because, you know, after he's got these fantastic games, he kind of slows down a little bit because the man's tired. So this gives him um, a little relief. because so Maybe not as much scoring, but a little more consistency. Exactly. And then with Kobe White, what I've noticed, because how like we were talking about, Kobe White needs, he's a phenomenal scorer, just needs a little more work on the playmaking, which I was just saying, I think before we started the show or during the last break that when I was watching that second half of this game, Kobe white and Vucevic were like, just kind of clicking like white was able to find Vooch and then Vooch get the easy bucket. And so I think this will help grow Kobe white's playmaking abilities as to what the bulls are looking for in him. That's probably why they wanted 
Lonzo Ball because they want a playmaker, which I think with this addition of Vooch, it's going to help Kobe White find the big man Vooch inside and get the easy little buckets that we need. Now, do you think Vooch being in the middle will help Kobe with his three points, three pointing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah gonna, absolutely. If say Kobe is at the top of the block and he, you know he's looking for a play and he moves it down to that block and Vucevic is under the basket. You're going to have a double team approach, which will take pressure off of the line. So then he can move to that corner or that elbow that he likes and hit the three more. I like this kid. Dude, I told you. I like I this kid. <laughs> Brandon's like, oh, dang no, it. I, to- <laughs> I totally agree, man. Totally agree. It's going to help the three-point shooting 100% because it's just going to move all these players around. And it's nice that we have players that can score from so many different uh, oh, areas, sure. which with marketing, he's more like an outside big man. He's not so much of a big and I did hear inside. I, I did hear a lot of talk from people on the inside that uh, marketing's gone after this year. He gone. I, I kind of figured because they brought in a lot of big men from those trades. They brought in Aminu. Oh, we brought we, uh, the Bulls brought in uh, Dominic's favorite player. Oh, Dice. Oh yeah, yeah I am, I'm personally a Celtics fan, and I've seen Tyus lose entirely too many games for the Celtics for me to be distraught about that trade. That was an interesting trade, just how quick it happened. Like we traded two guys away to the Wizards, got two guys, and then traded one of them to the Celtics immediately. Like, the dude didn't get a chance to pack his bags and get a ticket to Chicago. Yeah. He's just like, oh, no, you're not going. Well, I'm sure that was a discussion when they talked to him. Hey, listen. Probably. You're coming You're coming to Chicago, but we're going to ship you right away to another team. Exactly. So that way he's not like, all right, Chicago, here I... Wait, what? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I am excited to see the Bulls play. They've got a rough schedule coming up. They do. They got, do. The they got Golden State tonight. Yeah. Now... They do have Golden State, but they have a Clay and possibly even Stephless. I think Golden Steph's State. out. Steph's tonight. questionable. Last Steph's I questionable. Saw. He, yeah. he participated in practice this I week. Think, I don't think he's going to go tonight, is what I no. heard this morning. They'll but. probably conserve that energy a little longer. But they have a young team, too, so I wouldn't sleep on it. I want to see Vooch just dominate Wiseman so bad. I want to see this so bad. That's why. <laughs> game's not till 9. I get off of work at 10, so we're good. <laughs> but. Yeah, so Bulls play Golden State tonight. Let's just hope that with uh, the past couple days since the last game, chemistry was able to build and they'll be able to play a little better than they did against San Antonio. I got a feeling. I, I do too. I, I I think the Bulls will get over this hunch. Like we said, four seed. Exactly. It's up in the air if four you seed. see the records in the East. Yeah. Four seed in the East. I called it at the beginning of the year, and they all looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> all right, guys. Fortunately, oh. unfortunately, we have this end the Bulls Tyler, talk. Tyler said. No. I know. It's always my favorite segment. Uh, now with this new face of the Bulls, it's a ton more fun to talk about them, but we're going to have to pause it. But hey, don't worry. The show ain't over. It's Monday. We still got another hour, boys. Stay with us here for our second hour. We have a lot more to talk to you guys about here on Blow the Whistle. This is your home for sports. SportsTownChicago.com. 
Jill's Hot Dogs has been around since 1953, but I promise it's not old news. You don't have to like hot dogs to like Jill's on Plainfield Road in Joliet. Italian beef, hot dogs, shakes and sides. My family's had a relationship with Joe's Hot Dogs for three generations. Golden fries with a tad bit of salt and the perfect amount of crunch come in a bag as big as your hand. And that's just a small. For more on the menu, visit joeshotdogsjoliet.com. Bringing that classic Chicago flavor to the suburbs. That's Joe's Hot Dogs across from CVS on Plainfield Road in Joliet. At the football game, Jim shows the telltale signs of being wasted. He starts flexing for the camera. He refers to his muscles as gunboats. He screams, how's this for a halftime show? Jim streaks the field. It's easy to tell if you've had way too many to drive. But what if you've had just one too many to drive? Never underestimate just a few. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, the Ad Council, and this station. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and Windy City News Radio. The Illinois Center for Broadcasting is now the Illinois Media School. We've been an institution in the Chicagoland area now for 30 years. Because the broadcasting world is always changing, so are we. Not only are we teaching radio and television production, but now you can learn all aspects of the media industry, like web design. You can even specialize in TV or film, sports broadcasting, and even sales. No matter where you are in the Chicagoland area, we have a campus near you. The Illinois Media School. Be on TV, be on radio, be on air.com. That was money. Tell me that wasn't money. Yo, yo, yo. Check us out. We are the go-to guys. I'm your boy, Space. I'm your boy, MC. Check us out every Thursday from 4 to 5 p.m. We spitting all facts, all sports, all day. Yes, sir. Who else are you going to go to in the clutch? Lillard, long range three. And it's good! Keeping you up to date with all the latest sports news. We are the go-to guys. Where else are you going to get all your sports news from? You know. SportstownChicago.com. St. Patrick's Day, the only day of the year that it's okay to not boo the Boston Celtics. I will show you mercy. SportstownChicago.com I wish I could say something that was classy and inspirational, but it just wouldn't be our style. Yeah, I'd like to hear it. SportstownChicago.com Lombard, part of the Beyond Air Network and available on the TuneIn app. Hell yeah. Broadcast, Broadcast home for your Windy City Bulls and the Chicago Dogs. We're in a league of our own. Now, here's your SportstownChicago.com scoreboard update. I'm Brandon Janusko with your SportstownChicago.com update, powered by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. Cubs spring training finale is still underway with the Cubs leading the Diamondbacks 3-0. That game is in the bottom of the third inning. White Sox wrap up their spring schedule tomorrow against the Diamondbacks. First pitch for that one is at 2:10. The Elite Eight is set and starts tonight with number 12 Oregon State taking on number two Houston and number three Arkansas playing number one Baylor. And it continues tomorrow with games between number one Gonzaga and number six USC. And then number one Michigan plays number 11 UCLA. Blackhawks lose to the Predators 3-2 last night, allowing Nashville to jump the Hawks in the standings. Hawks host the Hurricanes tomorrow night at 6.30. 
The NFL is expected to announce an expanded 17-game regular season this week. This would be the first added regular season game since 1978. Bulls-Warriors play tonight as the Bulls look for their first win with newcomer Nikola Vukcevic. Tip-off is at 9. U.S. men's soccer team has failed to qualify for the Olympics for the third straight time after losing their game yesterday 2-1 to Honduras. And in golf, Billy Horschel beat Scotty Scheffler to win the World Golf Championships match play event. And this has been your SportstownChicago.com update brought to you by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. We are back that's with hour two. That song always makes me want to run through a wall. I'm I not love joking, this song. dude. <laughs> that is a great song. We are back for hour two of Blow the Whistle. Obviously, with this song, we're going to be starting off here with NFL. Then we're going to talk a little bit about the Blackhawks. And then season openers coming up this week, boys. We'll briefly talk about White Sox and Cubs. Briefly. Briefly. Not well, if Brandon has anything to say about it. <laughs> this might go a third hour here. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Um, so since we're, let's break into NFL, but real quick, I had a quick question to the listeners. And then I'll throw it to you guys. Throw it to you, David, first. All right. There has still been a lot of moves going on in the NFL. Were, any of, were there any moves that you guys liked or was questioned a little bit tell us your thoughts on our facebook twitter and instagram at blow t whistle one that is b-l-o-w-t-w-h-i-s-t-l-e one so brandon or not brandon i'm sorry i mean you i, I will ask you. <laughs> no but i always get you guys names big so i don't know how but david I mean, we we look so alike i'm brandon nice to meet you nice to meet you. Uh, this i'm is david. david that's i'm dominic <laughs> oh i knew dominic for a while <laughs> <laughs> so David, I'll throw the question off to you first. Do you think was there any moves that's happened in free agency that surprised you or in questions? free agency? Not really. There haven't been, like the 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 quarterback stuff is always intriguing to me lately. Uh, finding out what Chicago offered Seattle and Seattle didn't bite was a little shocking to me. Three number one draft picks or three first round draft picks and two. Two defensive players, which I can only assume were going to be Kyle Fuller and Akeem Hicks. Yeah, in, probably. In, in my head, at least, that's what it was. Um, was a little shocking that they didn't bite even a little bit on that. Um, but other than that, I'd have to say San Fran, San Fran likes somebody. San Fran likes somebody a lot. Yeah. And I've got a feeling that it's Trey Lance. Everything that I've heard is Kyle Shanahan is absolutely in love with the kid. <laughs> Wants him really, really bad. And it's going to be interesting to see what that is. He going to sit for a year and just learn behind Garoppolo and then Garoppolo's going bye-bye. Cut. Okay. Okay. This makes a little more sense. You have Garoppolo play for a year in San Francisco. They only got Cam Newton signed for a year in New England. And we all know that's not your franchise quarterback. Wait, no, not just that, but we all know what Belichick thinks of Garoppolo. 
So, but an interesting thing that uh, Brandon pulled up earlier, and I and he showed it to me that Kyle Shanahan is going to Mac Jones's. Uh, oh, it doesn't it doesn't mean that he's not interested to see what Mac Jones? Oh, brings. yeah, 100%. but I think that would be a huge mistake. Yeah, huge that that early in the draft, Mac Jones going that early, huge mistake, huge, huge mistake. <laughs> Huge mistake. They did San Francisco. I mean, just as long as Atlanta doesn't pick him, we're okay. As y- I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now we have two Atlanta Falcons fans. That's right, studio. boys. Yep, you get double the amount of fandom when I'm on here. Now. <laughs> oh, we got another Atlanta Falcons fan in the house too. Uh, Jordan's here as well. Jordan, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they started talking Atlanta Falcons. I'm just like, yay, <laughs> <laughs> yay. But I let me let me ask you, Brandon. He it's, knows my name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what What are your initial thoughts? So, yeah, for them to trade up, they traded up from 12 to 3, giving up first-round picks, a future first, and a, a future third. So they obviously, you don't do that move if it's not for a quarterback, in my opinion. Well, it's they, they, claim, they claim that they're... Gonna, they just, they're just gonna pick whatever is the best available. That's what they said. I don't best, think that's the case. Th- th- you notice they didn't say best available what? Yeah, yeah they, exactly. they didn't say best available at best what? available exactly. quarterback because like there, there are options up there. You could take the top receiver. You could take the top O lineman, <laughs> the man out of Oregon. But I don't think you make that trade. If it's not for a quarterback, a French who they think a, is who their they French, think is their, is franchise, their franchise quarterback, quarterback yeah. for the next ten years. So, and is that Mac Jones? I I agree. I think that's the wrong decision. I don't think you have to trade up that high. Unless, I think he'd be sitting there at thirteen or, at, or twelve. Yeah, wherever, twelve. At right. twelve. Who Mac 12. Jones? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I know, really yeah. wanted Mac Jones. Yeah, from what I've seen, I heard Carolina was possibly interested, so maybe they tried they just felt they had to jump up so that Carolina didn't take Jones if that's the guy that they wanted. Wow. The most I just this, I don't get it. Uh, yeah. Well so, remember we saw a mock draft that the Bears trade up to eleven. To get Mac. Yeah. Ugh. To get Mac. So yeah. obviously there's there's a lot of moving pieces. There'll definitely be more trades throughout this month before the draft takes place at the end of the month. Oh, but yeah. yeah, I think that definitely for the 49ers, they're definitely all in on a franchise quarterback. And Miami is playing chess. Is <laughs> Those guys are geniuses. Oh, yes. yeah. Everybody's Did you see what checkers. they have? Yeah. Everybody's playing checkers. Miami's yeah. playing chess. Yeah, they really they, are. They finished the end of the season hot. They were playing good football at the end of the season, which is not that, familiar with Miami. That, yeah, that defense and, can carry you. And now... With them sitting only three places back with two new picks in the future, they they could get a good wide receiver, go out in the later rounds and fill some other holes that they need. With I mean, there's talent in this wide receiver class too. Well, watch yeah. watch yeah, this, Do- Dominic. Who, who's Miami's best wide receiver? Right I now? am a huge Devonte Smith fan. I think no, no, no. Who's their best wide receiver on their on their on, on their, their roster? current roster? On their current oh, roster. I don't even know. Who, who's their best wide receiver? Think about it. Um, he plays tight end. Oh, yeah. I think Gasicki is the best receiver <laughs> on there. I, I, he's, he's extremely athletic. And, and, and why is that? Is he from he, Penn State? He may be a Penn State. <laughs> I had a feeling that not, was not the case. I had a feeling that was coming. No, but uh, I, it, it's interesting. Miami set themselves up to build their team like Dallas did back in the, the Yeah, they, they the can 90s. thank Houston. Yeah. The fact that they had their number three pick. 
overall is because of Houston's Houston, just, yeah. I don't even know that how to great describe to, Houston's That's season. a great way to put it. They're playing <laughs> chess right now. Yeah, oh, they, yeah, they totally, they, they've got, they've got multiple first round picks in the next three years. Yeah. It really confused me when I saw the notifications. I'm like, okay, they traded back and then like, 30 minutes later, they're like, they, they traded, traded back, back up, up to six. Yeah. Why not? I'm like, well, they've no. Got, they've got the picks to do it, yeah. so why it, not? It was smart. And then, like, after I saw what they got, I'm like, they just yeah, exactly. fooled they everyone. They still get the talent they need yeah, where oh, they yeah. traded they get, back to. That wide receiver pool is so deep this year. It's You could trade down to 20 with the Bears and still get a quality wide receiver this year. It yeah. is. It's a top wide receiver class. Yeah, so now Miami can probably get their pick of who they want wide receiver-wise, and they got an extra first-round pick. So that what this means is they're riding with Tua most likely yeah, this season. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But Tua's they have gone. future first-round picks where if you draft weapons around, offensive weapons this year and maybe next year, by the time Tua's contract's up, if he's not the guy – you still have, have those extra first round right. picks to trade up potentially trade to get for the a guy. franchise quarterback yeah, to, or yeah. draft or, one. Yeah, exactly. Uh oh. We might have to bring this up to Andrew. DJ. DJ Uyunglele. That's, <laughs> that's, that's his man who he wants for the Bears. But yeah, if Miami wants him, they've got they, the, they capital. Have the capital to yeah. get him. Um, so Miami. Oh, because I remember, I don't know if we already said this. So Miami, Dominic, what are you saying? Like they're, they have. Two first round picks in the next four years. They the have three. They have three in next year. Next year they have three first round picks, and then the the next three years they have two. Yeah, jeez, they're loaded. They oh, are yeah. loaded. They, they are they are sitting high on the perch. But that's gonna be a big young talent. That being said, team. I am very intrigued at this point to see what happens. Are we gonna have a one, two, three, four? All quarterbacks. It could, it could happen. Who's, who's at four? Oh, Atlanta's, Atlanta's, Atlanta's at four. four. Yeah, 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 that yeah. could happen. Could happen because you know I've seen Mo- Dominic and I are very sketchy about this, but I have <laughs> seen where Atlanta takes Justin Fields. Yeah, and I think Cincinnati's at five. They probably take they take offensive the, line. They take the kid yeah. from Oregon will, from everything that I've seen. But yeah, yeah it, it, but then also Atlanta could use that lineman from Oregon. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised you if Atlanta really went could. out there and got the O-lineman from Oregon. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Or, But I see him getting a quarterback. Or they do the smart thing, and I know a couple defensive players that showed up and showed out this weekend in their pro days. Uh, hey, where, I was going to say, where do they go to school? Come on, guys. You have to. I'm just going to say Michael this right. Michael Parsons looks legit. He does. More than legit. Uh, more than legit. More yeah. than legit. Uh you, Jason you got Oe. yeah. You got Michael Parsons at a middle linebacker running a four three five. You got a defensive end at Jason Oa running a four three six, and then you got the other defensive end from Penn State, Shaka Tony, running a four five. Jeez, Louise. Those are some fast big men. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and yeah. and and it's it's going to be interesting to see. After three, I think is where it's going to get interesting. Whether or not Atlanta takes that future franchise quarterback, which I could see, or they go defense or offensive line. And then that's going to dictate the rest of the draft. Or they blow it. (laughs) Man, why you got to put that out in the universe? Because we see a lot. And don't worry, guys. Don't worry, all you out there listening. We will have a draft-oriented show here in the future toward the end of the month. We'll we'll all give out our mock drafts, at least for the first round. 
That's gonna be so fun. So we'll we'll go more in depth on what we're gonna do. Wait a minute, are we going by what we want to see or what we think we're gonna <laughs> see? We might have to do a two different of both. Yeah. Mixture of both. This is what I want. This is what's gonna happen. Atlanta, dra- <laughs> Atlanta trades for the number one overall pick. Here comes Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, guys, lots of moves going on in the NFL. Lots can still happen, but unfortunately, we have to move on. The Blackhawks are coming off a tough loss to the Predators, but there is a player that is standing out. Brandon will tell you who that is here on (laughs) Blow the Whistle. This is your home for sports. This is the best fans in the world. No better team. SportstownChicago.com Are you ready for this? Valley View Automotive has all of the hottest SUVs you've been looking for. Enjoy a test drive and the opportunity to drive one of these powerful vehicles off the lot for half the price. Yes, half the price. Now's the time to get yourself to Valley View by car, on foot, or even by air to take advantage of this outrageous sale. You better get here quickly, because this promotion is only going on for 24 hours, and the automobiles are leaving the lot faster than you can say four-wheel drive. Valley View Automotive, a dealership you can depend on. Hey, I'm Andy Griggs, asking you to help prevent domestic violence. Domestic violence isn't a woman's issue. It hurts all of us. Women are injured and killed every day by their husbands and boyfriends. So it's time for men to take action right now to teach boys that violence against women is wrong, to help prevent abuse before it starts. Call the Family Violence Prevention Fund at 1-800-END-ABUSE to get a free take action kit containing tips on what to say to boys. That's 1-800-END-ABUSE teach early. Indeed is the number one job search user with over 250 million monthly users. Indeed's priority is to help everyone in the job searching process to find a job by uploading 10 new job opportunities every 10 seconds worldwide. With Indeed, you have free access to job searches, resume uploads, and company researches. There are over 10,000 employees at Indeed that pursue to help people find the job they are looking for. They connect with millions of people to new opportunities. Go to Indeed.com and sign up for free and create a resume and let Indeed do the rest to help you on your job search. Hey, I'm Jesus Mauricio. Be sure to tune in every Friday to listen to Zeus Off the Bat, a baseball talk show from 1 to 2 p.m. where I'll be discussing and updating you on all things about baseball, news, predictions, reactions, and more about the Cubs, Sox, and everything across the league. Happens every Friday at 1 p.m. right here on SportstownChicago.com. Don't forget to follow and share our Twitter and Instagram with your friends at Zeus Off the Bat. Zeus Off the Bat. Here comes Granlin, drop it, quick shot, cut a gun, save by Subban. Board battle, centering pass, cut a great save. Point blank from Subban, rebound, and on the net here, center with, oh, what a save by Subban! Good save by Subban, rebound, oh, we made a second save! With a power play in period three, but now they score to bring it! Alex to bring it, looking to drive, lower his shoulder, got to the net, he scores! The bring it! That is right. Credit to NBC Sports Chicago for those awesome highlights. Um, Black Blackhawks are not coming off a great game. Lost three Mom. to two. No, 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 month, no, yeah. no, no. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree on that one. They should have won that game two to one. <laughs> the one, the first goal that the Predators scored was a fluke. And then the second one was a hockey goal, or a, not a hockey so- goal, a soccer <laughs> goal. Come on now. Well, and that, maybe that should have been my "You're killing me" small <laughs> Right. I would have thrown Brandon completely off with that. 
Wait, he's talking hockey? <laughs> That's my bit. <laughs> well, that, in that case, I, Brandon, I have a question for you, and then also to our listeners. With the Blackhawks now at the moment out of the playoff spot because of that loss to the Predators, what do they need to do to move back into that spot? For our listeners out there, give us your thoughts on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at BlowTWhistle1. That's B-L-O-W-T-W-H-I-S-T-L-E-1. But let's go ahead over to our Blackhawks hockey guru, Brandono. Um, (laughs) What do you think the the Blackhawks are going to need to do in order to get back that playoff spot? Well, first off, they need... And they figured it out in a little bit. They beat Florida. They swept that series, but they still can't win in Florida. They haven't won in Florida at all, and those are two of the top teams in the conference. Tampa up at one, Florida at three right now, in the division, rather. And so, obviously, you have to be able to beat those guys. Nashville right now is the hottest team in the division. They are on an absolute tear. With yesterday's game, they've now won seven of eight. The Hawks are kind of the opposite right now. They've lost six of their last eight, and yeah. it's even if you go back a little further, it's still not that great. They have had an awful month. I'm looking at the scores right now, and, yeah, it's not looking pretty. Yeah, so what they need to do, I've been saying this all along, the defense needs to step up somehow. They have to win faceoffs, so the centers need to help. Kirby Doc's now back. He's been back the last two games. Hasn't made a ton of an impact yet, but he's still he's working his way back. Those were his first two games of the season, and so he should help in the long term in terms of winning faceoffs. He's he's not tased though. He's not the guy who's going to win your fifty percent or more. So they still have a lot of work to do at the dot to win faceoffs, especially in the defensive zone, and then just clear the puck. That is something. It's like. Elementary hockey, rule number one, (laughs) clear the puck. And they've just struggled clearing their own end. And that puts the goalie, that leaves the goalies out to dry. And you, David mentioned it, unlucky on a couple of the goals, tough angle shot, just deflects in a off a skate that may or may not have been kicked in. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It oh. was a, that was a soccer kick if I've ever seen one in my entire life. Yeah, I believe wrong sport, guys. I believe the call because a soccer like motion is illegal if it's intentional by the player who scored it. I believe what the ruling would have been. I did not catch the beginning of the game, so I don't know the official ruling. But Dehan was right there. Calvin Dehan was right there and made contact with the Predator player. So I believe they probably said that the Hawks defenseman initiated the contact and kind of pushed him into the puck and it wasn't a kick. It was more of a shoulder-to-shoulder contact, if you ask me. Doesn't doesn't affect the leg very much, but I'm no doctor. So So, it's a goal. That's what it goes down as. The Hawks lose the game. Whether we agree with it. it's Now, would would you say Subban had a pretty good, Darn good game, though. He had one of his better games, I'd say. Yeah, he's, he looked really good. Yeah, he's a guy that gives up a lot of rebounds. That's always going to be a problem, especially with this defense. You can't leave the puck out in the crease like that. Yesterday, he did a pretty nice job of covering up the puck, though. He, like I said, he had that one centering pass that got deflected by his own defenseman and just yep. popped into the back of the net behind him. You had the soccer goal. <laughs> 
And the and the third was was a legit their goal. Their third their third goal was a good goal. Was uh, a was a legit goal. But I mean, you know, you're gonna have those breaks when you're just not not on the momentum is not on your side and it's on the Predators side. You know, the Predators you said are coming in hot. They're the hottest team in the division right now. And it shows they're catching the breaks right now. Yeah. And speaking of hot players, even though it's not translating to wins necessarily, but Tyler teased it, there's three guys that stand out to me, and they've all been skating on the same line lately, which explains why their points are up so much. And if you know anything, Blackhawks, you probably know who the anchor of that line is. Kaner. Patrick Kane. Patrick Kane. Showtime. Showtime, baby. He has six points in his last four. Patrick Kane does. That's nice. Wow. Yeah, and most of those are assists. Five okay. five of the six are from assists. Wow. He's dishing oh. it out yeah. to guys like Debrinkit, who scored <laughs> twice yesterday. Yeah. Kane, Kane assisted on one of those. And Pia Suter. Suter assisted on both of those goals yesterday for Debrinkit. And the rookie's looking great. He also he has five five points in his last four. So that entire line, they've been having Suter in the center of it a lot lately. So that entire line looks hot, but they need help elsewhere. It can't all be on this one line. That line's going to take the top line of the opposing teams. The other guys have to produce. And when they were winning, those guys were producing. That's why the Hawks were winning. Kyle Colleton said it, if you remember way back in my first update of today's show, Colleton said they have to find out what they were doing early and get back to those ways, and they have to do it soon because, like we've already mentioned, Nashville's hot, and now, at the moment, the Blackhawks are on the outside looking in at a, at that four seed at that last playoff spot. So, like, yeah, the, the Blackhawks, obviously, like earlier, they were hot in the season, and now they're just kind of, they're kind of, Letting their gas, like their foot off the gas a little bit, which is not good timing because when the um, just remind me the playoffs. When do playoffs start for NHL? Uh, April. Well, end of May, I believe, is when. Okay. Or mid mid May is when it. Okay, so they still got one. time to configure things and get things back on track to I go mean, back to how they were. As a Hawks fan, you knew going in that the schedule this year was not going to be easy. You know. Yeah, yeah, playing Nashville multiple times, uh, like the, as they are, is not an easy. You're not going to win most of those games. Nashville's that good of a team. Well, even Tampa Bay, yeah, Tampa Bay yeah, scary. especially Tampa not even Bay, the, the biggest word. Tampa Bay, Tampa here's, here's Tampa the biggest Dallas. issue, Dominic. They got everybody's hopes up with that little exactly. hot streak yeah. that they went on because no one expected anything no, this year. Especially no. after their first series, their first three games where they got outshot, I believe, I know they gave up 15 in their first three games. That was against Tampa and against Florida. And yeah, everyone, I even said it myself, I think they're playing for a draft pick at this point. <laughs> but they've they've meshed together. They've played extremely well. Just not lately, not down the stretch. And as we've said, they need to turn it around starting tomorrow against Carolina. Carolina, another hot team. They're in the two seed right now in this division. And it's it's going to be a rough stretch. They still have a couple, a pair against Detroit. Hopefully those can be chalked up as wins. But they, they need to start beating these teams that are in front of them. Hey, Brandon, I got an idea. What's that? If they have a winning record this week this week okay 
we dedicate two segments to him next week on Monday. All right, they've got three games, two against Carolina and one in Nashville this week. That'd be in Tuesday, so Thursday, a, and Saturday. Two seg- so two if they can win show? two of the three... Two, for Monday? Two segments on Monday. If they win two out of the three. You hear that, Blackhawks? We want to talk about you. We want to send the love out to you. So please let us have it a good week. It worked the last time. Two of, two of three. Two of three. If you can win three of three, even better. We're not doing a whole We're hour not- of Blackhawks. Not yet. Brandon. I'll, I'll, we'll get in talks about this. <laughs> well, hell, if we're doing this, can we do them for the Bulls? <laughs> sure. Well, one playoff contention. We'll, sure. play, we'll, we'll talk about the United well, we'll, Center teams. We'll, we'll talk about this. We'll, we'll, things we'll are going to happen. It's yeah, in the works. There will be discussions. We'll, we'll, do, we'll do second hour, all Blackhawks and Bulls. I like it. <laughs> I like it. All right. I can nobody, do that. Nobody so else in the city is important Bulls, at all. Bulls, yeah. you hear it. Blackhawks, you hear it. Please, just start winning. Bears, get your... Your thing together, and <laughs> maybe we'll start get talking your about your thing you. together. Bears, yeah, your, yeah, we good. even. We I had, had to wash my mouth. Little, yeah. little does he know that like next Monday is like, isn't that opening day? Opening day. Opening day. Or baseball? baseball? No, that's Thursday. Thursday. Oh, this that's Thursday. Thursday. Come on, I'm not oh, a no baseball we'll guy, and I knew that. Thursday. Ah, well, you probably have tickets to the game, you freak. Next Tuesday. <laughs> Guess who's not going to be in school on Tuesday? <laughs> no, I was going to tell Hannah I wasn't going to be, but then I'm like, oh, it's a night game. Oh, uh, really? 640. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. Time. They're doing more night games this year, aren't they? During the week, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's cool. That's cool. But, I mean, anyway, but anyway, I would have. I, I, I think, I honestly... Like, oh gosh, that means Friday's going to be super, super baseball heavy, isn't it? If you yeah. insist. <laughs> All right. Davis is being like Oprah Winfrey over here with Brandon. You get a segment. You get a segment. You get a segment. Wow. The Blackhawks, the Blackhawks need to figure out a way to turn it around. I think they will. And that starts, they can. That starts with the defense, in my opinion. They, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. They, I think they will, though. They need to I find agree. ways to close out games because even when they've had leads, they haven't been holding on to them lately. Score more goals. Hockey. Or you can be like Toronto <laughs> and just outscore goals. everyone and just not really have a defense. <laughs> That's an option. But, uh, yeah, so Blackhawks win two out of three. David made you a promise. Win yeah. the two out of three this we'll, week. We'll do two segments get, get of Blackhawks. started. Yeah. And we'll, 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 no, we'll, we'll put in the talks about the Bulls one. Yeah. All right. Well, boys, that wraps up our Blackhawks talk. And as we discussed a little bit ago, opening day starts this Thursday. I know we're all excited for baseball to be back. The White Sox are set to play the Angels for their first game. We will tell you what to expect for their season opener here on Blow the Whistle. But first, let's dish it off to Brandon with a sports update. Back to your home for sports. SportstownChicago.com. Scoreboard update. Brandon here with your SportstownChicago.com update powered by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. Live score from Cubs spring training finale. The Cubs and Diamondbacks are in the bottom of the fourth inning with the Cubs leading 7-1. White Sox will wrap up their spring training tomorrow against these same Diamondbacks. Here's manager Tony LaRussia on what it's like being back in a major league dugout. Well, it feels like home and this is what I've done most of my life. And uh, what's different is that you usually, you usually walk into a situation where there's a lot of improvement needed. To have the opportunity to 
be part of this club with the potential they have is it's just rare and and the, you know and their talent and their uh, willingness to compete it inspires me so I'm fired up. Sox open their season on Thursday against the Angels. NFL is expected to do something they haven't done since 1978, and that is to announce, the announcement is expected this week, the expansion of the regular season to 17 games. Blackhawks lost last night 3-2 to the Predators. They host the Hurricanes tomorrow at 6.30. Bulls Warriors tonight at 9. Bulls are coming off a 120-104 loss over the weekend to the Spurs. Elite 8 kicks off tonight with games between number 2 Houston and number 12 Oregon State and number 1 Baylor against number 3 Arkansas. Number 1 Gonzaga and number 6 USC is tomorrow, as is number 1 Michigan taking on number 11 UCLA. And the U.S. men's soccer team has failed to qualify for the Olympics for the third straight time after a loss yesterday 2-1 to to Honduras. And this has been your SportstownChicago.com update brought to you by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. This is your home for sports. This is the best fans in the world. No, no better team. SportstownChicago.com. Are you ready for this? Valley View Automotive has all of the hottest SUVs you've been looking for. Enjoy a test drive and the opportunity to drive one of these powerful vehicles off the lot for half the price. Yes, half the price. Now's the time to get yourself to Valley View by car, on foot, or even by air to take advantage of this outrageous sale. You better get here quickly, because this promotion is only going on for 24 hours, and the automobiles are leaving the lot faster than you can say four-wheel drive. Valley View Automotive, a dealership you can depend on. Hey, I'm Andy Griggs, asking you to help prevent domestic violence. Domestic violence isn't a woman's issue. It hurts all of us. Women are injured and killed every day by their husbands and boyfriends. So it's time for men to take action right now to teach boys that violence against women is wrong, to help prevent abuse before it starts. Call the Family Violence Prevention Fund at 1-800-END-ABUSE to get a free take action kit containing tips on what to say to boys. That's 1-800-END-ABUSE. Teach early. Indeed is the number one job search user with over 250 million monthly users. Indeed's priority is to help everyone in the job searching process to find a job by uploading 10 new job opportunities every 10 seconds worldwide. With Indeed, you have free access to job searches, resume uploads, and company researches. There are over 10,000 employees at Indeed that pursue to help people find the job they are looking for. They connect with millions of people to new opportunities. Go to Indeed.com and sign up for free and create a resume and let Indeed do the rest to help you on your job search. Hey, I'm Jesus Mauricio. Be sure to tune in every Friday to listen to Zeus Off the Bat, a baseball talk show from 1 to 2 p.m. where I'll be discussing and updating you on all things about baseball. News, predictions, reactions, and more about the Cubs, Sox, and everything across the league. Happens every Friday at 1 p.m. right here on SportstownChicago.com. Don't forget to follow and share our Twitter and Instagram with your friends at Zeus Off the Bat. Zeus Off the Bat. That's enough of that. Yeah. Um, hey! Yeah, hey! You can, you can sing that song if you're into hey! that kind of thing. Hey! <laughs> little biased, aren't I? Like right. Y'all are biased. I don't know about Dom. Dom, 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 Dom Dom's kind of like I'm me. Split. Yeah, got, Dom's kind of like me. We'll root for both as long as they're not playing the Phillies. Oh, yeah, that's right. You guys are yeah. Phillies fans. Um, well, yeah, so we'll be talking a little bit about the White Sox. 
Opening day starts this Thursday. They are set to play the Angels. And a quick question to our listeners and then eventually to you guys is how great of a loss is Eloy Jimenez to the White Sox's chances this year? Let us know on our Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at BlowTWhistle1. That is B-L-O-W-T-W-H-I-S-T-L-E-1. And now I want to ask you guys, I'll start off with Brandon. Or David, why am I doing this? <laughs> what today? is going what on? Is going he on? looks at one, says the other. I looked at you, but I, I looked know, at you, and I, I said Brandon. It's okay. It's, it's okay because Brandon, right. Brandon's typically the guy you go to when it's baseball. I was but say, yeah, David, you can go I, first on this. Yeah, he doesn't oh, yeah. know. He doesn't know White Sox. Psh, I, come on, I've already done a segment talking Eloy. <laughs> well, here's my thing. I think it makes their defense in the outfield better. Because <laughs> um, more than likely, that means Adam Eaton's in left, right? Adam Eaton's gonna be in right. Right. He will be the. He was set to most likely. He was set to platoon in right with Adam Angle. Angle's currently hurt, but obviously now with the injury, it'll probably split the two of them between left once, and right. Once Angle's once Angle's comes cleared back to go, the that'll be your outfield. I. It's gonna hurt their offense, obviously, but how much? I'm not sure. Because yeah, he strikes out a lot, but when he makes contact, who does he make contact? It's going to be tough. He's out five to six months. Yeah, yeah well, he's, he's most likely out for the season, I would say. The whole say. season? Yeah. Okay. It, 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 it's, there's a chance he comes back, but I very, very slim. I think he's out. He's gonna, it's a pectoral tear. He's yeah. going to Kyle so Schwarber that, it, that, that will mess with his swing. He's going he's to Kyle Schwarber it. See, I talked about this. I talked about this exact thing on Xbom. I brought up the the comparison to Schwarber. I don't think it'll happen because Schwarber has a lot of power in his upper body. That's how he swings, and it was a knee injury he yeah. was coming back from. This is Eloy upper. This is upper a, body. A yeah. chest injury, a pec injury. That's going to mess with his swing. Yeah, he's gonna have to relearn his swing again for sure. He's you're you're looking at probably what four months before he's lifting anything of any significance. So yeah, I it, it's it's definitely an offensive hit. How much of an offensive hit? I'm not exactly sure because they're still loaded. Yeah, I I think it'll be a big. They have a really talented team. This is a guy he hit 296 last year with 14 homers. That's in the shortened season. This guy has the potential to just dominate. He hit 31 home runs in 2019. This is a guy who could push 40 in a healthy season. 40 home oh, runs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There is nobody else on that roster that they can throw in the outfield to replicate that. Vaughn is the guy who they've been playing and left a little bit. Andrew Vaughn. They're one of their top he's, prospects, if not the top prospects they good. have. He could potentially get there number-wise, but he was set to be the DH, so it's not adding his bat to the lineup. He was already there. They don't have a bat to add to the lineup to replicate the numbers Eli Jimenez was going to put up. You're telling me Adam Eaton can't hit 40 home runs this season? Come on, man. Adam Eaton might not have 40 home runs in his career. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm going to pull that up to... That would be great if he doesn't even have 40 in his career. That'd be freaking amazing. No, but yeah, I totally get where you're coming from with that, but I don't... So you play... And this is where I think La Russa is a a seasoned manager. And when I say seasoned, I mean like old Bay seasoning manager. Uh, will come in handy and be able to 
cater the offense to what it's now going to be instead of, you know, home run, home run, home run, home run. They're going to play a little bit of more small ball. Yeah, and real quick, Ani, and he's been in the league since 2011. He has 12 career home runs with a a high of three. That's I mean, yes. nothing against him. That's not his game. No, no, it's but, not his game. Yeah, He's a contact hitter. Is he going to replicate Eloy's yeah. power? No. no. <laughs> if so, he'll be under investigation. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Eaton has 20 home runs in the first three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Might raise yeah, some suspicions, a guy with 12 career. Bring in the drug test. Yeah, but so do I think, th- I agree, their team is loaded. They have a lot of power. But there, it's going to be a loss. It's going. It, to, oh yeah, I wasn't saying him. that it, it was. It wasn't going to affect oh, them. Yeah. But just, I don't know how much though. Yeah, and I think it's going to put some pressure on the pitching. This might drop their runs per game down a little bit. So that means the pitching. If the pitching can pitch the way they have in the spring, <laughs> they are set. That rotation. The the bullpen. We all knew the bullpen is oh, good. Oh yeah, the, the bullpen is dominant. Looks- but the rotation, there were some question marks. Obviously, you know what you have in Giolito. Da- Dallas Keuchel's a game changer. Lance Lynn can be a productive guy, a great guy at times. You don't know what you have with Dylan Cease. You're not sure what you have with Carlos Rodon. Cease and Rodon have looked great in the <laughs> spring. looked really good. <laughs> However, I've, t- I've talked with a White Sox fan, Andrew, Andrew Valentin from Xbox Sports about it. Rodon has done this before. He's had great springs and then lousy seasons. So it'll be interesting to see. I think there's a little bit of a difference this year, though. Yeah. I think I think Rodon He's on a prove it contract. Yeah, he needs Rodon to do realizes that this is a make or break season for him, and if he doesn't produce, he may not see the majors again. Yeah, that is a very real possibility. So can he take that step up? If so, the White Sox look very good. They look like they're in great shape. It. I still say it's between them and the Twins. I think they're both right around 90 wins. Well, it. and the crazy part is you still have Kopech just yeah. hanging out waiting uh, for I his chance. he's starting in the bullpen. Yeah, which doesn't surprise me because yeah. that's where Chris Sale started off. I'm just saying. I'm yeah, just saying. And, and the fact that he missed a whole season, he's got to work back up the innings, innings and everything. So it's, not a surprise. He'll start in the pack. They are going to be scary this year if they get a lead going into. I'll just say it right now: if they get a lead going into the sixth, the game's over ninety five percent of the time this year. Yeah, and, so? and that's going to be the question again. It comes down to the rotation. Can those guys get you to the sixth inning, seventh inning? Uh, again, Giolito, there's no issues there. He's a legit ace. I don't even think there's an issue with Keuchel. Yeah, Keuchel will do his thing. He's, Lynn, he's solid. Lynn, Lynn in the later stages of the season will be when I would start worrying about Lynn's innings. Mm-hmm. Early on, he'll be great. He always has a great first half. Cease, I'm interested. Yeah, you, there's, he's a huge question mark right now. Cease is very inconsistent. One, one, one game he'll go out there and throw like shut out baseball or one run baseball and the next one he'll come out and give up 10 runs but then Rodin oh man if he's on fire mm. yeah again he he looks good so and there will probably be almost surely for every team they're not going to stick with just the five guys especially because teams are going to look to limit innings a little bit because of the short in season last year nobody pitched anywhere close to 200 innings, so I no. doubt anyone pitches 200. 
this season. Maybe around 150 would be my guess for the average innings for pitchers. I, I do agree with you, though. I think it's them and the Twins, but I still think they're going to pull away. I I don't I don't see the Twins being able to maintain what. What the Sox are bringing. Yeah, I, I had the Sox <laughs> taking it by two games initially. I think the Eloy Jimenez deal might drop them a game. So I, I still have it as a tight race. I think the Sox, with their power, can still win it. I think whoever, honestly, I think it's going to come off to a hot start. A team has to get off to a hot start here. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be five games or more. Okay. Five, they will really? win that. Yeah. Okay. They are going to dominate. But see, here's the thing. They might split their series with, with the Twins, with the twins, but they'll dominate everybody else in that. And I don't know if I can say that about the Twins. Okay. Oh, wow. Well. I mean, as much as I hate to hear about that, because not big-time White Sox fan over here, but they have been looked like, just like you said, like they have, who they have. They're Cubs they 2.0. They did exactly yeah. what the Cubs did, what, five years ago? Yeah. Burn yeah, the place 20, down. Well, okay, they, they burnt it down more than five years ago. 2015 is when they were back. <laughs> 2015 is when they made that playoff run, and then 2016, obviously, they won it. But, yeah, they, they burnt it all down 2011, 2012. That's when they got Rizzo. But the, we'll talk the about Sox, The Sox did the same thing. They burn it down, and now they're starting – they build up their farm system, and all those guys are starting to pay off. Every – and you don't hit on guys like this all the time. It's very seldom you hit on guys like this all the time. And that's where the Cubs and Sox have been very lucky that their farm system has produced some amazing. And that's not even to say, you know, some of these Cuban guys that they're getting yeah. too. Yeah, and that's the thing. <laughs> the big thing with the Sox is they are loaded in terms of international talent. They oh. have hit hard on the international draft. And their Cubans are hitting yeah. left and right. Oh, God. Yeah, they are. And they haven't always drafted all the top guys, but they've made the trades to get them. You look at Mancata, who came over from Boston. Eloy came from the Cubs. Yeah, who the, won that trade? Uh, yeah, we don't. We won't talk about that. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. Quintana, yeah. eh? Can, he's with the Angels now, pitching for Joe Madden. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the Cubs West? Essentially, yeah. <laughs> and that is where the Sox will open open the season. Ooh. So, real quick, who do you guys take in that opening season? Opening series, Cubs, uh, not Cubs, Cubs. Uh, White yeah. Sox. Uh, the Cubs are going to win the Sox Angels game. So, <laughs> who do you guys take? Sox it's, and Angels it's opening three, series, three game series, three game series. I'll go. I'll. You know what? All I ever root for when it comes to series is a win. So two one. I won't say they sweep, but two one. Sox. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go 2-1 as well with the White Sox. Clean sweep on the Sox start. Wow. Oh, okay. Look at that gang. All right. All right. I was going to go two out of three as well with the Sox winning it. I hope it goes the other way. I'd like to see Mike Trout finally get in the playoffs. <laughs> they can win they series can, they can. after they play the Sox, man. That's true. Yeah, I don't think, especially early on, anything – Anything can happen. The pitchers probably won't go the full length of the Did game. Did you hear that uh, the pitcher from the, just on a complete random, the pitcher from the Angels, the 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 Japanese pitcher. Otani. Otani has requested that when to he pitches, yep. he no wants DH. to hit. No he DH. No DH. He has really? Madden. Yeah. And that is actually the game I think they'll win. When Otani pitches, I think the Angels win that one. Have you ever, wa have you ever watched him play? No, I can't say I have. 
do it. Check, watch him. check it out. Yeah, okay. check it do out. It. He's he's fun to watch. He's fun to watch. Hit. Yeah, okay. he's amazing. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna look up his highlights. Mm. Oh, yeah, I've never heard of him either myself. He, <laughs> They they called him the Babe Ruth of Japan for a reason. Oh, huh. I remember hearing that reference. I think you said it yeah. for long and he's time a ago. Pitcher. He's a pitcher and oh, can cool. and can hit the ball. Okay. Well, I'm that not unfortunately that wraps up our <laughs> White Sox yeah. talk. Keep it coming. <laughs> Keep but it it's coming. all right. We're still talking about baseball. Cubs opening day roster is almost set, and we will let you know. Who made the cut and who got sent down here on Below the Whistle? This is your home for sports. Longtime fans, sports is like life. SportstownChicago.com. What's up, Chicago? If you're ever, and I mean ever, out looking for good urban food 24-7, come down to White Palace Grill located 1159 South Canal Street in Chicago. White Palace Grill is open 365 days a year since 1939. I personally love the steak and egg dinner, but whether you like burgers for breakfast, steak for lunch, or French toast for dinner, White Palace is the place for you. The diner is a 24-hour urban oasis. Come now. Come later. Heck, come now in later. We never close at White Palace Grill located 1159 South Canal Street in Chicago. Visit us at whitepalace.com or order with Uber Eats or Grubhub anytime, any day. Daddy, when you look at me, I could see the wheels turning. About what am I going to be when I grow up? A major equals baseman? Maybe a point guard for a national champion. The odds of a child becoming a professional athlete are 1 in 16,000. Far-fetched? Maybe. But did you know the odds of a child being diagnosed with autism are 1 in 166? That's right, 1 in 166. To learn the signs of autism, go to AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Go to Lux Barbershop for the best barbers and stylists in Plainfield, Illinois. I go there when I have an important event, date, or I just want to look good. The straight razor shave will have you looking fresh and smooth. Lux Barbershop is open seven days a week. Go to Lux Barbershop for the finest barbers, stylists, braiders, and massage therapists in the southern suburbs. Check out all their daily deals on Facebook, Instagram, and LuxBarbershop.com. Hi, this is Joe Perry. And Steven Tyler of Aerosmith for Red. You know, it's okay to rock and roll and party down. Just don't get in that 2,000-pound bullet when you're done and cocked. And please don't drink and drive. Someone that jaded you. A reminder that friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service message brought to you by the Ad Council, U.S. Department of Transportation, National Association of Broadcasters, and RAD. Old Sport Radio with Pat Riley. The Bears in my opinion, are not a storied franchise anymore. They are a laughing stock because of the way that they handle their business and the way that the team up north has dominated them for my entire life. Wednesdays from 3 to 4 p.m. on SportstownChicago.com. <laughs> yes, indubitably on sport. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Let's go! Good day, Pat! I had to play that one a little bit longer. That's right. We're talking Chicago Cubs. Surrounded by just nothing but navy blue. Come on. 
It's the Cubs. Yeah, exactly. Go Cubs, go. See? <laughs> yeah. See, yeah. he's... Where's the best seat you've ever had at a, a oh, baseball game, though? That White Sox game, we were like th- two, three rows behind second base or no, uh, first base. Second base. That would have been base. awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just a couple <laughs> rows behind second. We just had bleachers right behind second. That's amazing. No, we were like three rows back. but Okay. Right, right by with like Miguel Cabrera, Jason. Uh, but anyway, okay. we're not here to talk about yeah, that. We're no, we're not here to talk about, about that. that. <laughs> we're here to talk about the Chicago Cubs and their opening day also this Thursday against Pittsburgh. And a question I want to ask you guys: What? There's a sweep. <laughs> <laughs> right. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, a uh, question I want to ask because this is a hot topic that's been going on today, and Brandon uh, talked about it earlier. Yeah, Brandon scared me. Anthony <laughs> Rizzo is ending contract talks uh, talks to focus on the season. Do you think Rizzo and the Cubs will be able to finalize a deal, or will Rizzo be a free agent? Let us know your thoughts on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at BlowTWhistle1. That is B-L-O-W-T-W-H-I-S-T-L-E. One, and before let's let's talk about this before we get into um, the Cubs season preview. Do you think that Rizzo and the Cubs will be able to finalize a deal? Because I know Brandon was very, I think, very they, passionate about it. I, I, my personal opinion, I think they just torqued him off really bad. I think they just lowballed him hard, and that's why it's like now nope, not talking about it until the season's over. I can see if, that. if you want my honest opinion, they probably came to him with a a three year deal for probably less than less than fifty. Would not shock me. Would not shock me at he all. Deserves with the way- more than that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, he sure. deserves. He's what? on a team friend. He's always been on a team friendly deal his entire career. He's making sixteen and a half, which isn't chump change this year, but. For a guy of his caliber, yeah. Look at the other first multiple baseman. gold gloves. He's got a platinum glove. He's a consistent hitter. He should be making more. And yeah, I have the top top first baseman. Their salaries pulled up. He's not going to make the thirty million that Pujols is making. The Angels regret paying him that much. I was right about now. to say that, <laughs> right. And and yeah. he's way better than and Pujols. Yeah, the, yeah. the Cardinals are paying Goldschmidt twenty six. I don't even think Rizzo's looking for that money. I would say the twenty-two to twenty-five. Range. I was thinking twenty-five. He yeah, I want, was thinking. 20. So basically, he's just he just wants the money that he knows he deserves. He's not asking for a lot. Yeah, yeah. No, he's not looking for that that five-year, five hundred million dollar contract. He's no. just not looking for that stuff. Mm-hmm. He he wants he wants his just dues. You sit okay as a fan. If I say captain, who do you think of? Yeah, for the Cubs, hey, it's got to be Rizzo. He's, I was gonna and say, it's, I was it, gonna say Morgan. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm telling you right now, when you do that in New York, when you say the word captain, you automatically think of Derek Jeter. It's the same way in Chicago. It doesn't matter. You can just be talking about baseball in general, and somebody says captain, it's Rizzo. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. So yeah, all that he, he's done for he the wants team. he wants a little a little bit more than he's making because he deserves it. He's been the guy for the last what ten years? Yeah, twenty eleven, I believe, was his first season with the Cubs. Yeah, ten years. I Give just him can't see him wearing a, a different jersey. No, no one and, can. No, and no. He, he did wear a different jersey before. He has not been a Cub his whole career. 
He was with the Red Sox. He was with the Padres. Padres. Oh, who's him? Direct- I'm thinking he, of someone He else. was with the Red Sox in their oh, okay. minor league system. Oh, okay. Traded to the Padres, and then that's where he made his major league debut. And then when Hoyer and Epstein came over to the Cubs, that was one of the first deals they made. Yeah, they saw. They it's already been this. ten years since he's been on the team. Yeah, that's this, wow. this should be his eleventh yeah. season. Oh wow! Yeah, you sure him up for another what? I'd say a five-year contract with that fifth year being an option. A yeah, club I'd be, option. I, that's what I was saying. Four to five yeah. at twenty-two to twenty-five. That's what I was predicting. We actually got a a listener tweeted at us at Brian Houston at KB Mac Radio. He says they definitely ticked him off, even though I prioritize Baez over him in extension and fear his agent back. You just can't do uh, Riz like this. He's meant too much to this team and the city. Thank you, KB Mac Radio, for tweeting at us. And I think we can all agree yeah, with I, what you just said right but, there. Oh yeah, but you're you're not just talking. You're not just talking numbers. Baez, you're talking numbers. You're talking future, future, future leader of the of the team. Future you know, possibly greatest shortstop in Chicago Cubs history kind of talk when you're talking bias mm-hmm. where you're talking about with Rizzo is leadership. Yeah. Leadership and consistency. Absolutely. What other guy do you know is going to go from the four hole to the three hole to the one? Yeah. <laughs> and again, his gold glove defense, he bails yep. out those yeah. defenders all, all the, the time. time. His defense is ridiculously good. But, yeah, yeah there, there's other things to hit on as well, including another hot topic with the Cubs, Nico Horner yeah. getting sent down. To the minors. To the minors, and Bowie. he had a great spring. He hit 356 in the spring. <laughs> Only 356. Yeah, right. they, they, yeah. said it was a, they said it was an open competition at second base, but by the looks of it, it was a rigged competition. I don't think Horner ever had a chance. And you throw in the fact that if he starts in the minors for the first 36 days, the Cubs gain an extra year of control. So I think that Horner has things he can work on. I agree. But you're hurting the defense by sending down a gold glove caliber caliber second baseman. Bodie's good, but he's not at that same level. And the entire Cubs staff is ground ball oriented. This is not a strike him out, fly ball type of staff. Every single one of these guys is a pitch-to-contact guy now. Alzale and Arietta not quite as much, but at this point, they still are more pitch-to-contact. They're not going to blow it by you. Oh, and speaking of which, I love the fact that Arietta's taking Alzale underneath his wing. Yeah. I love that. I love that because I never would have called that. Now, how long do you think uh, the Cubs will keep Horner in the minors? Like... So there's you no think there's mind, obviously yeah, a chance that he'll come he's, back? He's going to start at the alternate site. They might play some games I've heard against the Brewers and the White Sox alternate sites. But the minor league season doesn't actually start until May. So I don't think they should call him up until June, maybe July. Especially since if you call him up in 36 days, that just proves to the fan base that you only sent him down to get that extra year of control. Here's a question. What happens if Bodie goes down? They'd have to play some on waivers to send him down. He is out of options, and I believe he would be claimed. No, what I'm saying is what if... Oh, if he gets hurt. hurt. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. What if he gets hurt? Yeah, that changes things. Obviously, you'd be pulling someone up, and Horner would most likely be that top guy to pull up. And it's similar to when Ott got hurt way back in 2015 with Chris Bryant. They called him up. Well, actually, they waited to call him up 
until they had the service time and then called him up yep. and with the injury. So do they call him up right away? Honestly, if you're looking at the business side of it, they probably keep him down to get that extra year crazy. and they can work on the development. But yeah, it's, it's a frustrating situation, especially for Horner, who did everything he could this spring. He did everything he should have done to win that job. Yeah. And so, and not to take away from Bodie, Bodie had a great spring. He's a great player, but is he an everyday player? In my opinion, probably not. Okay. He's a great bench player, but I don't think he's anything more than that long. He's your future first baseman when Rizzo goes somewhere else. <laughs> I don't know. Why about would that. you say that? I don't know about that one. Why would you say that? But yeah, some some other moves real quick that they made. It will be. Uh, Cameron Maben was sent down, was actually released, and then re-signed to a minor league contract. So he's out of the running for that last bench spot and outfield spot. Jake Marisnik, who just totally hit the cover off the ball this entire spring, he rightfully so is that last that last outfield spot, that fourth outfield spot. And Matt Duffy will be getting an infield, a bench spot as well. And Vargas is the odd man out there. So they're going with Sogard and Duffy on the infield bench spots with Ildemaris Vargas on the uh, being the odd man out. Yeah. All right. Well, that, unfortunately, as much as we are excited for baseball to finally start. And the Cubs will sweep the Pirates in three games. Yeah, yes. I think we I'm, all agree with that. Yes. I think we all agree with that. I totally they agree don't, with that. There's something wrong. We, need, we have issues. Yeah. Hendricks, Arietta, and Davies, three up, three down. That those are those are those are <laughs> I, the love, three. I love it. Those I are your three yep. in the series. I love it. Yep, that, that that should be a sweep, without a doubt, clean sweep. And let's, like like I said, we are excited that baseball is coming, but unfortunately, guys, the two hours is up. Boo! I know. Womp womp. But oh, a little womp womp. <laughs> thank you to everyone who listened and anyone that did not listen. Don't forget, you shouldn't forget, because we say this all the time. You can find our shows recorded on Spotify and Anchor. All of our shows uh, pre-recorded. Listen to them again if you missed uh, today's show. And give us a follow on our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at BlowTWhistle1. That's B-L-O-W-T-W-H-I-S-T-L-E-1. We are here next this Friday. And... We'll find out what we're going to be talking about. We'll let you. You guys will find out when you have I'm to tune in. I'm almost going to bet it's going to be baseball. Baseball. Yeah. Yeah, I'm almost going to bet it's going to be baseball. It probably will be. So, with that being case, we are Blow the Whistle. I am Tyler Buterball, along I'm, with. I'm Brandon Januska. David Dykstra. I'm Dominic Dykstra. <laughs> you guys have a good one. This is your home for sports. This is the best fans in the world. No, no better team. SportstownChicago.com.